What's up, guys? You're tuned in to The Scoreboard with your hosts, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Check them out every Tuesday night right here on Podomatic Radio. The best part of your day via podcast. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. Just What's up, everybody? It's September 27, 2021. You guys are listening to the scoreboard brought to you by Anchor. This is a place where two bros talk about sports, pop culture, and everything else in between. You guys could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us for that. We appreciate you. We're your host, the Heartbreak Kid, Michael Hill, and the Arcade, Ryan K. How are you doing, my man? How was your weekend? Um, It was pretty cool. Um, Very, very, very strangely eventful. Um, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, yeah, both. Um, <laughs> fucking. Uh, Who's a lucky girl? No, 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 God no, <laughs> God no. Um, um, so uh, I went to uh, went to go see Coheed. Yeah. Used that was super fun. Got to hang out with my friend Anthony. I went with my friend Jimmy Ryan. But um, shout out, I, shout out to Anthony Monroe. Yeah, Anthony Monroe's the goat. Fucking. Uh, we uh, after we came back, uh, my friend Blake. Uh, picked me up and I was gonna hang out with him dude we crushed a buck like uh not a deer a buck yeah like a buck like it was like a 10 point buck and we hit it and it's a goddamn miracle that it didn't fly into the windshield of my friend's car because if it had well you wouldn't be recording the show you'd probably had a funeral to go to like because that shit that shit was terrifying it went straight from the ditch into the car that shit was fucking scary, bro. Um, so mixed bag, um, a lot of good, a lot of bad, you know. So, um, but you know, the bad wasn't so bad, you know. Could have been worse. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for that. Um, but yeah, that concert ripped ass. That shit, that shit was awesome. So you know, like I said, so eventful weekend, you know. It felt like it was. 
it was a solid weekend for me outside of like you know sunday where i had to go to where i didn't have to i went out to the bar you know what I'm saying, to watch the putrid Jets play, and you know what I'm saying, that was never fun, it wasn't even a fun, the mere fact that they were losing, because I expected it, it was just the mere people that were there, because there was a lot of football fans there, of all shapes, and colors, and shit, I seen a Lions fan there, like, it was oh, crazy, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, I seen Browns fans there, like, you know, I seen one Bronco fan there, he was pretty nice, after they did, after they our asses a new one he was still i think he was still eating that when i left i just tapped him on the shoulder and i was like good game man so um it, the bad thing about that was people were literally asking me like hey man you all right because they see me wear my zach wilson jersey and me like not missing the beat you know what i'm saying i was just sitting there drinking my beer you know what i'm saying i'm just like i'm used to this so yeah i'm okay yeah uh, i'm used to my team sucking ass like you know i'm being one in 15 and you know this is th this is my life this is my life. Oh, yeah. I like, you know what I'm saying? But other than that, you know what I'm saying? My weekend's been cool. My weekend's been great. You know, so... <clears throat> on other news. So, we have a great show for you guys today. We're going to be answering your questions. You know what I'm saying? The San Diego Padres, surprisingly, are not... Oh, I got eliminated from playoff contention. We're going to get into that. Who the hell is to blame for that? You know what I'm saying? I have a lot to say about that. You know, we're going to be talking about NFL football. But first... You know, like a player who, who can't find a jump shot to save his life. I think Bugs Bunny has a better jump shot than this guy. Ben Simmons, like a reportedly, like is like is not coming. You know, the Sixers, the Sixers training camp. I think we all saw this, uh, saw this coming. Um, Ryan, so because there's a lot to unfold here, and there's a lot to unpack here. So I'm gonna give it to you. Where do you want to start first? Um, so, first and foremost, I would like to say, I would like to quote the title of an article I read a couple days ago, that there are a lot of legitimate superstars and stars in the NBA. Mm -hmm. There is also Ben Simmons. And that lovely article was written by Candace Buckner. Shout yes. out to her. Yes. I like, uh, we, 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 Washington we, Post. Yeah, we should. We implore you to read that. Yeah, it's a fantastic article. Um, and t fantastically scathing, but fantastic. Oh yeah, uh, fantastic. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, go read up on that if you guys haven't, because that shit is, that's a plus writing is yeah. what that is. Um, so that's kind of my biggest thing. Starting out, that uh, Ben Simmons is a guy that is very talented and is still pretty young but also has not really learned a jump shot and it's the biggest thing holding him back in his career and he has not improved at skills he has not gotten anything better at skills he is sensitive as shit clearly and is not dealing super well with criticism and has decided to instead of improving his game has decided to uh you know just go full on like okay i'm gonna just fucking demand a trade because you know instead of getting better and wondering how i could be better for my team i need to be traded i don't need to be here anymore they don't want me anymore me, 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 me. it's like nah dude and like and i don't think that's the i've never said any i never heard anybody say they didn't want him 
I like, but they do want you to get better. I like, yeah. you say you were a first, a first overall pick, and they had, they invested a lot in you mm-hmm. to get better. You were supposed to be the face of this franchise. Yeah, absolutely. And I like, and you know what I'm saying. You've done so. I like, and I'm not going to be like all the other analysts, Ben. You have done some good things, in, like in the NBA. You have. I like, I'm not going to sit here, like you know, and discredit anything that you know that. That you that you've done, but here's the thing: you've been the same player that you have been since you've been drafted. Yeah, you like you've been the same guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, what I'm saying like we're going on year four, mm-hmm. year five. I like, and you're still the same person. Like you know, if I'm a Philadelphia Sixers fan, or if I'm somebody in that brass office, I would have a problem with that. I like my like my my second best player or my first best player, depending on what night it is or whether Joel and B can stay healthy. That shouldn't be a thing. Right. Right. Exactly. So. And you're a number one overall pick. So, you know, that that shouldn't be a thing. Oh, yeah. Um, you, like I said, it's it's basic skills. Like, how do you not have basic skills? You don't have the ability to shoot free throws. I find that to be much more of an indictment than you don't have a jump shot. Because the thing is, it's like, okay, dude, if you don't have a jump shot, you don't have a jump shot. Yeah. There are a lot of dudes that don't necessarily have great jump shots. Yeah. Giannis is a guy that doesn't necessarily have the best jump shot. But he's However, still, he's Giannis, shoot it. A, Giannis isn't so mentally weak. And he's also not the best free throw shooter. But he's not so mentally weak. Like, that he doesn't give a shit. Like, he'll keep going the line and he'll keep failing. You know, it doesn't fucking matter to him. I say, and the thing with that is, because people do, do bring that up a lot, Giannis. I mean, I mean, Ryan, I'm sorry. But the thing with that is, kind of, Giannis kind of reminds me of Shaquille O'Neal. Not saying that he's better than Shaquille O'Neal, because let, let's not be stupid here. Look, right. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen, the reason why Shaq could get away with not being the best free throw shooter, because Dan, uh, Shaq was dominant in everywhere else. So he could be deficient. You know what I'm saying? Like There have been games where, you know, Shaq will miss... 20 free throws and he would still have 40 points listen listen every player that has ever been in the league is deficient in some way or another no one's perfect yeah i don't care you could michael jordan couldn't shoot threes that well despite the trailblazers thing yeah that wasn't necessarily a strength of him. like you know say he could shoot it but he wasn't no he marksman. was a great shooter but he wasn't a great three-point yeah shooter. he wasn't no marksman out there no that's what i'm saying like you're just you're going to be deficient in some regards like but the thing is a lot of the greats work on it to the point where it's it's the weakest part of your game but it's not so it's everything it's kind of like larry bird larry bird was so was so great offensively people tend to forget that how good of a defender he was yeah like like the thing like you know like it's something like that like you know you have to make it respectable right yeah like he got because Larry Bird was never known for his defense, and but his defense wasn't, like, anemic. Yeah. You know? Um, that's the thing, like... Uh, and that's the thing. I don't. Th- I think that's all the Sixers ever, so ever wanted from y'all. I remember, Ryan, I was telling you this last year. Whenever Doc Rivers got there, I, I, when some, I think somebody asked us how, how they were going to... How the Stars were going to... Uh, 
or respond to it. I think Joe, I, I, and I told him, Joel and B is going to respond fine. I'm worried about Ben Simmons. Yeah. That's exactly who I was worried about. Like, you know, because he's a young guy and Doc doesn't really relate to young guys that well. That's why he always does well with veteran teams. And yeah. apparently, you know what I'm saying? He couldn't. I would say he couldn't dish out, um, he couldn't take what Doc was dishing. But then again, Doc is going into the Hall of Fame as a coach. And there aren't too many in the league that are better than him. And that's scathing, like, you know, considering the fact, despite, you know, say how people may feel about Doc, and that's he neither here or there, the man's a great coach. And if you can't get better under his tutelage, yeah. then that's, 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 yeah. that's, that's pretty damning on your part. Yeah. Like I seen Doc Rivers, um, this is pre Kawhi Leonard, pre Paul George, take a take a Clippers team to the playoffs with Patrick Beverly. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, exactly. So and Montrez Harrell. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, just looking at this dude's inability to, because free throw shooting is a basic skill. And I'm not saying that you need to be an elite free throw shooter. I'm not saying you need to. You can't be such a liability free throw shooting that in game seven, you pass out of an open dunk that you have over Trey Young mm-hmm. because you're so afraid of going to the free throw line. You can't do that. At yeah. that point, your free throw shooting has become a huge liability to, you know, you know, like your ability. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, dude, it's hampering your ability to be a better player. It's, it's fucking nuts to me. It's like, dude, this is supposed to be a guy that got a super max contract that's worth all this fucking money. And, like, and Ben has to realize a lot of people, like, you know, picked the Sixers. I didn't know why people picked the Sixers, Sixers uh, last year to win a title. You didn't either. But a lot of people, a lot of the so-called analysts had you pick, uh, had that you guys winning the title solely because of the development of you. Yeah. Like, and I be seeing, uh, like, videos and stuff about... Like you know him doing it, like and to me that doesn't really cut it because you're not playing against NBA defenders, right? Uninterested NBA defenders are like you're better than everybody on that court. That that doesn't matter to me. You know, saying you you haven't done it whenever it counted, and you didn't even want to do it when like you know whenever it counted. Hell, like we was talking about Giannis earlier. Like he's in deficiency in some places too, but Giannis was never scared of the moment. Right, exactly. Like your deficiencies shouldn't make you scared of moments. Like Shaq was never afraid of going to the free throw line. You know, he might not do well there. Yeah, but he was never afraid of going to the because the way Shaq line. was thinking about, like you know, even though I'm not getting all these, I'm not making all the free throws. They have to throw different bodies at me. So, so like you know, their main big man, I get him like two or three quick fouls. I don't have to deal with them, which means my team doesn't have to deal, especially if they have like an elite big man, like a David Robinson or somebody. So him going through the free throw line meant so much more because especially if you didn't have bigs Mm -hmm. like that, like you had to go to the bench. That was horrible. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, it it does a lot more, you know, than just that. Like that was effective. Right. Y'all like, you know what I'm saying? Like the only way it wasn't really effective for the Lakers in is whenever they did the hack a shack, you know, and it was like a, like a two or three point game and like you know they put Shaq on the free throw line sometimes you know saying it get they get burned sometimes they di- they didn't but the mere fact like you were saying Shaq was never scared of the moment no he never was and like I said Ben Simmons is because again skills are skills they are things that you can work on and get better at free throw, free throw shooting is a fundamental and it's quite frankly a simple one and 
the fact that this dude has allowed that because I mean how much more would he attack the basket if he could shoot free throws yeah he'd be that much more aggressive and he'd be that much and he'd average like 25 a game probably if he like just on free throws yeah if he could shoot free throws he'd be able to hit 25 a game Mm -hmm. you know like easy like because that's how much of a difference that makes in his game like he he averages what 17 to 19 a game without it yeah or something it's like dude you don't shoot free throws and you average 17 that really quite frankly is the difference between averaging 17 a game and fucking you know 25 25 Because it's like, you know, realistically, you know, you're going to go, you know, if you have a monster night, you make like 11 field goals, Mm -hmm. you know, or like 12 field goals and you have 25 points or Mm -hmm. how whatever off of that. But your free throw shooting, you shoot eight free throws and you make six of them, then your fucking 28 point performance suddenly becomes a 35 point performance or like whatever, you know? Yeah. So... Like, that's that's the difference. And that's one of the biggest differences between these scoring averages. Like, these star-level players, they, in terms of field goals, they only average about, you know, 16, 17 points off of their field goals. Yeah. It's the free throws that put them into the 20-plus category. Yeah. And that's the difference like, between yeah, Ben the, Simmons and those a, guys. Yeah, the threes and the free throws. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, like, you know, three pointers definitely boost point per game averages for guys like Clay Thompson, mm. who are very strictly shooters, and you know Steph Curry, who is a shooter but can get to the basket pretty mm. pretty easily. Uh, you know, Kevin Durant's a you know fucking he's a unicorn. Yeah, he's a fucking freak of nature. You know, he's a 50, 40, 90 guy, and that's he's just a bucket from yeah. hell. But like I said, you look at, um, you know, like I said, you look at these dudes and that really is the difference. Like that's what makes them average the really high point per game totals that they do is the ability to hit field goal, like field goals and free throws. Ben Simmons really has the only the ability to make field goals and yeah. the right at the rim, you know, and the difference is, you know, the biggest difference between him and Giannis is Giannis isn't a fucking afraid. Yeah, like you can foul Giannis all you want, but he he'll shoot. Giannis is perfectly happy to shoot fifteen free throws a game. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Whereas Ben Simmons will pass out of open shots, or instead of going strong in the cup, he'll pass because he doesn't want to go to the line. Yeah. He's mentally weak, and so that's kind of the fucking problem with him. And you know, you can talk about how much you want to get traded all you want, but the 76ers have a money invested in you. And you're signed to a max deal, and you're going to get fined out of your fucking ass until you show up. And, you know, you're trying to force a trade, and that's fine, but, like, dude, you're a baby. Get better. My thing is this. Like, if you want to get trade, I'll, like, you know, like, my, my thing is this should have been this should have been done sooner just for the mere fact. Like, where the hell you want to – where the hell you going to go? Cause, like, because, like – because teams are looking at this. They're like, yo, if you're going to give somebody like Doc Rivers, like, you know, problems like this. Like, like Ben Simmons has been babied since he was in LSU. Yeah. He has been. Nobody's ever held held him accountable. Like, none of that shit. Yeah. Ever. You know, and, you know, I, you have to look yourself in the mirror. I, 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 we was talking about it uh, off air. I was like, bro, if you can't hit free throws or if you can't shoot, y'all like... 
you shouldn't be disgruntled about anything. If anything, your coaches and your teammates should be disgruntled with you. Yeah, exactly. Like they should be aggravated with you. You're one of the biggest reasons why y'all lost to the fucking Hawks. Like, quite frankly, you're probably the biggest reason. So instead of it, so instead of you know projecting all that frustration outward, you should project that frustration inward and work on your craft and be better. And I, you know. I just don't understand how he's not shooting. Honestly, I'd be like, I'm shooting 10,000 free throws today. and Or I'm shooting, you know, like however many. Or, or I'm going to make like 1,000 I'm throws. making 1,000 free throws. I'm shooting however many I need to sh- until I make 1,000 free throws. And I'm going to do that every day because it's clearly the thing I suck the most at. And the thing is, you have to have a repeatable mechanic and a repeatable routine. Because that is the simplest way to make free throws. And the thing is, like, you know, you, I feel like Ben Simmons hasn't really worked on this game. Just for, like, you know, no. Kobe Bryant was telling this story. The great Kobe Bryant was talking about how, like, when he was 12 years old, like, he was uh, he was at the summer camp game, didn't score a point, and it frustrated the fuck out of him. So he was just like, so what do I need to do? I like, you know, he was, because at that point, you know, it was just like, it was frustrating. So he said, like, he decided to work on the fundamentals and work on, like, little things at a time. So he was like, all right, so I'm just going to work on shooting for, like, six months. You know what I'm saying? Then, like, you know, I'll work on something else. Then, like, the following year, like, you know what I'm saying, got a little bit better at summer camp. I made a few, I've made a few, uh few baskets and I learned how to create my own shot then you know just doing other stuff and he said by the time I was 14 I was like the best player in the state yeah and they were like how was that like you know what I'm saying like you know you go from that the four of uh, the 14 being the best player in the state and he was like you gotta look at it like this like you know think about it because like the guys I'll I'll work I'll I, I focused on fundamentals when like kids like my age would just had natural god-given ability and you gotta think like you know I was in the gym like you know two or three hours a day as opposed to like the average kid they'll probably practice for like two two days out the week for like an hour and a half so whenever you're putting in that much work of course you're gonna you're gonna uh you're gonna catch up to them yeah exactly and you're gonna get better so yeah exactly that's the thing man so and that ability only takes you so far the work is what the work is what separates the men from the boys yeah. in the nba and i think constantly about jimmy butler Jimmy Butler has never been the most talented guy ever, you know, but he worked his ass off. He worked his ass off that again. I tell that story all the time about the year he won most improved player. He rented an apartment that had a court outside of it. He didn't have no TV, no internet. And he did two days every day that whole summer. Mm -hmm. That was all his ass did. And he came back and he was averaging 20 points a game in the fucking league. You know, so that's the kind of guy we're talking about. And that's the kind of crazy you have to be. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Jimmy Butler, talking about Ben Simmons holding a fucking, you know, place hostage. Uh, a great point that was made in that article we referenced earlier was when you're a guy like Jimmy Butler and you're a legitimate superstar, you can bring a franchise to its knees when you're actually a superstar. Yeah. You know, he fucking was disgruntled with the Timberwolves and the fucking personnel there. Mm-hmm. He showed up to that practice, grabbed the worst players on the team, and weighed laced to the fucking stars. Timberwolves and the Stars. And was like, y'all motherfuckers need me. And they traded him instantly. Because they were like, because that was really what that was about. He's like, he didn't want to be there. 
Uh, and the mere fact, like, you know, Cat was mentally weak. A lot of those Wiggins guys, was weak. Wiggins was weak. I like, you know, mentally. They could they, they they couldn't stand to have somebody, you know what I'm saying, hold hold them accountable. Exactly. And that's like the that, thing. They, they, they weren't used to that. That's the thing, man. And, you know, when you got to do like Ben Simmons trying to pull that same sort of power play, there's a difference between a LeBron James yeah. or an Anthony Davis kind of buckling down on a franchise and being like, nah. You know what I mean? Because, like, you know, LeBron James, like, you know, if you play your cards right, LeBron James nine times out of ten delivers for you. Ben Simmons ain't delivered shit. Exactly. Like, you you ain't that type of player, dude. You You ain't delivering and I, nothing. And, and you don't even need to be LeBron James. I'm saying you ain't Anthony Davis. I'm saying you ain't Jimmy Butler. I'm saying you ain't Bradley fucking Beal. Yeah. You ain't James Harden. And these are a lot of dudes that ain't won championships. And you ain't even there. You ain't Russell Westbrook. I like, That's look, what I'm saying. I was like, like, as much crap as we talk about Russell Westbrook, Russ ain't scared of the moment. Like, I can tell you, like, you know, so every time I watch Russell Westbrook, I can't never sit here and say that man has cheated me. Right. Never. Never. I like, you know what I'm saying? If I'm a Philadelphia Sixer fan, I feel like Ben Simmons has cheated me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why I tell people, like, you know. What's sad I, I, is that he's not only is he cheating the Sixers, he's cheating himself. Yeah. Really. Really and truly, he's cheating himself more than he's cheating anybody. But, yes, he is cheating the Philadelphia 76ers. Sorry. I say you're cheating the fans. I like, and you were totally right. He is cheating himself because, like, you're better than this. I like, and we all know that you're better than this. Yes. Hell, you know that you're better than this. It's just a mere fact that motherfuckers are calling you out on your shit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see what kind of car that you're driving. I don't care that you're hanging out with Kendall fucking whatever Kardashian or Jenner that you're dealing with. I want to know is you working on your fucking game and are you are you doing what you can to take the Sixers or whatever team you decided to get fucking traded to to the next level because that's what it's that's what's important that's what it's all about you know what I'm saying and that's what people are going to care about 5 10 15 years from now not what kind of car you had not what kind of model that you fucked that's not what we care about you're an NBA player I like you know what I'm saying get in line Every NBA player's fucking models like that. Every NBA player's having Ferraris like that. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing different? Yep. Exactly. What are you doing different? Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so far, you know what I'm saying? You have you haven't you haven't you haven't shown me anything. You know what I'm saying? You have the right that you have the the gall to be disgruntled? No. I like, you know what I'm saying? Because you're not that guy. You don't deliver. You know what I'm saying? Do I get do I get uh do I get frustrated with Kevin Durant when he be on his bullshit? Yeah, but that's Kevin fucking Durant. That's a two that's a two-time NBA uh Lee, uh, that's a two-time NBA champion and the league MVP, and like, and will probably go down as one of the most lethal scorers we have ever seen in our lifetime. Exactly. Like again, there's a big difference between a dude like that putting his foot down for something, yeah, than a dude like Ben Simmons who can't even shoot a fucking free throw. I ain't. I it, nah. I like nah. it. And my thing is. Like who's gonna fucking trade for a trade for him? Because like you know, Ben Simmons isn't gonna come cheap. The only place I could see that would be a good fit would be maybe the Nuggets, if the Nuggets were willing to part with Jamal Murray, and they might not be. So you know, because just like okay, well you get a guy that plays defense, which the Nuggets have a big problem with. Yeah. And you get a guy that plays D, and a guy that wouldn't necessarily need to score on that team. You know, 
I like they was talking about like the Kings, like you know, possibly wanting him. And like, and Doc Rivers said, if that's the case, we want De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. And I don't know if the Kings are willing to give up De'Aaron Oof, Fox. Oof. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, if I was the Kings, you could fuck off. You ain't get you, you ain't getting De'Aaron Fox. I was, it's, it's either him or Halliburton. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You ain't. I wouldn't give him up either. Like well, it's, a, it's one of those two. So yeah. like you know, so like at what at what cost and at what price? Or like is a team out there willing to try to give up Ben Simmons? It's kind of late considering the fact that you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying people are people are like you know teams are set in you know what they're setting. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like people are getting Ryan. We're about to go into training camp soon. Right. Exactly. This is the worst possible time. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dude, this should like whoever Ben Simmons' agent is like needs to get fired. This should if you didn't want to be in Philadelphia, this should have been done. This should have been done. But then again, it might be like the James Harden deal. Or like it might be getting done. But hell, you even you're not even that caliber of player. You're not that caliber of player. I like you know what I'm saying. And James Harden frustrates me. But that dude's an offensive juggernaut. You're right. not even on that caliber where a team will be like, "Fuck it." I like you know what I'm saying. We'll, we'll give up. We'll give up a Karis Levert, like you know, and everything to get somebody like a James Harden. You're not that guy either. I don't know who's gonna do it, Ryan. I like you know, if I'm a GM, I'm not doing it. I'm I'm not doing it because just for the mere fact, like, can this man? Can this dude elevate me? Can he, can he elevate my team? And as as of right now, I like I don't see it because that's what you you give up the farm and you make those type of trades for those players if you think that they can elevate you. And he hasn't shown me that he can. Anthony Davis, you give up and you give up all your young assets for. You know what I'm saying? You do that. James Harden, you give up the depth that you got for that. You know what I'm saying? To get LeBron James, uh, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade to sign, yeah, you give up the depth that you got for a year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You do that for those type of guys because you know what you're going to get and you know you're going to be elevated. I don't know if Ben Simmons is going to be able to elevate his game or the game around everybody else. I like, you know what I'm saying? To, be, to make that shit valid. Right. Right. I, I don't I don't necessarily see it. No, I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. But Yeah. I said, but coming up next, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna be getting into some NFL football and our quote of the week. You guys keep it locked on the scoreboard on anchor. Oh hi. Do mother owe you money? Have you been in an accident? Let me represent you. Here at Dashy and Dashy, we promise to get you cashy in a flashy. What? Oh, the tech. I'm leaving this shit on. You know how much this shit costs? I'm taking this shit right back after this commercial. I know what you're thinking. Dashy, how do I know you are the right lawyer for me? Don't listen to me. Listen to my satisfied clientele. Dashy got me 1.6 billion on my malpractice. He even threw in some duct tape, a bag of Skittles, and this free rush card. Not to mention the boy cute as hell. Hey, boo. Uh, Dashy got me $66 million from my accident. God damn, he look like you ain't never recover. Lady! Dashy got me $200 and an iPad for my slip and fall accident. I, I mean, the iPad was used, but... Anyway, um, here is another one of my satisfied clientele. Yo, the homie Dashy got me $3.3 jillion on my lawsuit. Still not satisfied? Maybe one of my celebrity friends could change your mind. Yo, it's your boy Hover, and you know Dashy helped me get all that cake, 
Cake, cake, cake, cake. <laughs> he the only reason I could make Holy Grail. Yep. <laughs> How you think I got Justin Timberlake? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Your boy. Thank you, Dashy. Ho. You can sue mother for damn near anything nowadays, including slip and fall, car accident, he stole my girl, or she stole my man. Got caught cheating, but I still want to sue though. That mother ate my lunch and it had my name on it too. Borrowed my Super Nintendo back in the day and still ain't returned it yet. Didn't follow me on Twitter. Didn't double tap my pics on Instagram and many more. Haven't been in an accident? That's okay. Hit us up. Let us know where you gonna be at and what time. We'll show up and make sure you get into one. Sure, you gonna be in a lot of pain, but hey, money heals all wounds. Need money right now? I'm talking about right, right, right now. Look, if your ass can't wait, call 555-7768, bitch. Dash you, not really a lawyer. Do not trust this motherfucker. He will take your chick and all your money. How do I know? Because the motherfucker did it to me, and I thought we were boys. That's fucked up. guys this is the scoreboard quote of the week brought to you by nobody because we're broke this was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things but as everybody knows we'll focus on gems like this i would but uh i know where that hand's been and this Studios, they make sure you ain't holy crap i don't know who the hell we think when we are you couldn't stay off the weed Playoffs? What are talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. So with that being said, here are my two favorite guys, HBK and The Arcade. What's up, everybody? So we are back, and it's the quote of the week. I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first, and this quote of the week goes out to my man, Nick Small. So, I like in order for, for if we have younger listeners that don't, uh, that that don't uh work or have a job or something or they're like too young like 13 and never had to deal with like you know saying w4 and all the other shit you wouldn't get this joke but the motherfuckers that do work you guys will get this so that like he uh he quote tweeted like a status on facebook so like somebody said the things that i hate so your gross pay be 1965 1965 and like in zero cents he said your paycheck be a thousand dollars $1,007 my homeboy like he quote tweeted that shit he said that's why you put that hoe on nine <laughs> yep. yep there it is yep <laughs> yep he ain't wrong uh but uh Nice. <laughs> Fucking, uh, 
But uh, <laughs> my quote of the week, just, okay, so uh, they brought back Yik Yak, which was a fucking random anonymous people, like, posting random statuses thing. Yeah. Or people just anonymously answering questions and anonymous. <laughs> it was just an anonymous thing. Some motherfucker posted this on Yik Yak recently when they brought it back. It says, sorority girls be like, I hate the word moist, then say the N-word. Mm. Brutal. Brutal shit. Mm. Also, surprisingly accurate. Like, I, uh, I knew some sorority girls in college, and that scans. Not all of them were like that, but enough of them were. Yeah. That scans to me, for sure. So I yeah. just I be seeing that I be seeing like you know, like some fair weather colored you know saying white girls be saying that shit on Facebook and they be getting too comfortable saying that. I remember some dude said just because that's what you like to fuck does not give you the uh, does not give you the permission to say it. I agree, I agree. That that stay in your lane, <laughs> stay in your fucking lane. Oh. But uh, but uh, all right, so. We about to we about to get in these fucking games. Bro. Yeah, these pro prime time games. Like there were, like you know, there were some that I enjoyed. Like at least the Thursday night one. was... The Thursday night game was actually surprisingly pretty the, good, the, despite the fact that the Texans are doo doo. Like, but they're 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 pretty, they're not as bad as considering what's happened to them and yeah. how fucked up shit has been. Bill O'Brien left them and like how bad of a situation like, that's been. They're like Deshaun out there going through his shit. Yeah, Deshaun Deshaun fucked up. Like his like his life might be over. Like I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, you know they had to go get Tyrod Taylor loose, yeah. and then Davis Mills had to start. You know, because Tyrod got hurt. Like, that's a whole thing. Uh, fucking, but the Panthers, man, you know, again, I know the Panthers ain't really been playing upper-tier quarterbacks. Like, you, so the first week, you know, they play a rookie, you know. So, they played a rookie. You know, I think Zach Wilson's going to be good. Um, I, I like what I've seen out of him, despite the fact that fucking the Jets are not helping him at all. Um, he's talented. It's yeah. very... You can use your eyeballs and see that that guy has talent. Yeah. Like, if you have eyes, that kid's talented. Uh, so, they did a really good job of stifling him. Um, the following week, they had Jameis Winston. Jameis threw five touchdowns the week prior, man. And, you know, that Jam- that's what, that's what Jameis Winston be doing. Yeah. He'd be cooking your ass up one week, and then he'd be in hell the next week. So and you I, never know what you're going to get with him. And really. That's also a division game, so they know them. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, they've played Jameis plenty. Yeah, so, well, within the division because he was in Tampa Bay. So exactly. That's a, that's a, they knew him. Right. And then, you know, like I said, you have the Texans. Yes, but your opponents are your opponents, and I'm not going to try to trivialize the shit that, that that I mean, they did really well, you know, with the three opponents. Like on defense, they did a really yeah. good job. Um, I think that if you're a Panthers fan, you should be really happy with what you've seen. You should be really bummed the fuck out that uh, JC Horn, Horn broke his foot because I know it's just been three games. Uh, but anytime, Jay, he's been great. He's been really good. Uh, I was he, like, he looked better than fucking Patrick Sertan has. Yeah, and. Um, he um, he he tore it. He broke his foot, and there was. That's like that they're making me eat crow on that one because I yeah. was wondering, like you know, why they took JC when Sertan was there. Yeah. But then again, like I said, we're no experts. Yeah, hell no. And you know, I don't claim to be. 
I um, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but what they did is they were able to trade for C.J. Henderson today. Yeah. And I think that'll alleviate some things. Until he comes back. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, because he's probably going to be out the rest of the year. Um, but, you know, having C.J. Henderson and then they – they, I don't know if they'll still have A.J. Bowie. Um, but uh, – Yeah, they still got Bowie. Yeah, but I don't know if they'll have him next yeah. year is what I'm saying. And uh, so, you know, again, it's – um. You know, it's it's pretty uh you know like I said, it's pretty cool to uh, see the Panthers be able to you know bounce back and uh, you know do well. And like in, like I was saying, like you know saying you Panther fans, like the ones that talk to me, I like I would just like to say I told you so. Yeah, yeah. Because um, like, they were like, well, I don't know about this Sam Darnold guy. Like he with you you guys, he'll be fine. Yeah, and sure enough, he's he. There was a point where he had the, uh, you know, I don't think it lasted long, but there was a little window on Thursday where he had the league lead for touchdown passes. I think. Yeah. There's a little little window. Yeah. Of time, or that might have been his prior start. There there was a point in this season where he had the league lead for touchdowns. And, yeah. You know that's heartening as hell. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, because he's a good kid, and like you know, and shout out to him for not burying the Jets when he could have. I like I people that know me know that I love fucking Sam Darnold. I'm a USC guy, so like I'll always love that kid. Loved him at USC, like that that's school I rep. You know what I'm saying? And you know I'm a Jets fan, so the mere fact they were trying to bait him and to try to you know, throw the Jets under the bus, he was like, "Look, man, I like you know, yeah. I like I don't want to talk about New York. That's in the past. I'm a Panther fan now, and that's all I'm worried about." Class act. I love that kid. Right, right. And like, and I tell I tell people all the time. I like look. He said like Sam didn't do no favors for himself while he was here because he played bad. But it was just more so this organization is trash. So like I told I told my Panther fans what he him failing that's on us. I take full responsibility for that. But what he does with y'all that's on him. Yeah. And he's taking he's seizing the opportunity. Yeah, and man. Seizing the opportunity, and like, and people are finally seeing, you know, what I'm saying, like, you know, what what could have been. been. Yeah, and you know, I th- and I'm happy for him. Uh, so uh, like, and now people are sitting here saying the people that was sitting here saying like Sam sucks. Now are sitting here saying Sam doesn't suck. Y'all suck. Yeah. I like it's crazy how the narrative can change. Yeah, man. So again, I'm a. Uh, you know, I'm happy for him, and I'm happy for the Panthers, and I wish them well. I have quite a few friends who are Panthers fans. Uh, yeah, I got quite a few fans that are Panthers fans. I, I was at the Panther game where the Jets came. Like, fans are great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're they're hospitable, the hospitality. But, like, they, some of you have been giving me some high fives as I was leaving. You know what I'm saying? So, they're great people. Yeah. Yeah, they're 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 really nice people. So I, they're really I, nice I, people. That, they've always been really – they've always been really cool to me. Yeah. You know, every time I've been there. Like, I, lo- I love Panthers fans. They're, they're, they're cool people. I guess that they're really – other fans are cool with me just for the mere fact and we was talking about this like you know off script you know what i'm saying just for the mere fact like they want to talk junk to me but they can't because i shit on my team so like what can you say yeah and it's one of those things and like, they, they just like fuck man yeah exactly when your team is that bad what what the fuck yeah like i've heard everything what right can you say? exactly um so, so uh, like you know, Sunday night. Uh, that like, was a good game, man. Like, so your favorite play, your favorite guy. Oh there. yeah, dude, fucking yeah, my favorite player, Aaron Rodgers. He's my all-time favorite quarterback. Like I love him. He's so good. Um, he definitely doesn't look like he steals catalytic converters at all. 
He definitely doesn't look like that creepy child molester uncle that you had. <laughs> he definitely doesn't look like a, a fucking greasy lounge singer on a cruise ship. He definitely right. doesn't remind me of a stepdad that smells like brute cologne and cigarettes. I like, bro. You remember? I like. You remember that meme I sent you a couple of days ago? It was like him and like his teammates on the sideline, and yep. it was like, Aaron, we're losing. He was like, Nah, y'all lose. Nah, y'all losing. <laughs> so you know, which I mean, you would, you would, you know, that was some funny shit. But like, you know, he's he's all into the fucking team. You know, like fucking he uh. You know, the way he reacted when Mason Crosby hit that 51-yard field goal to, yeah. to win it, you know, he was excited as hell about that. He was jumping up and down. Yeah. You know? yeah that's the most emotion I've seen him since he dated Olivia Mon. Yeah, no shit. Uh, fucking, uh, <laughs> so, which, speaking of which, I was cracking on him. You know, I, I, I made a joke about fucking, you know, I, I made that joke just now about him looking like a, your uncle that's a child molester. You know what I'm saying? But, uh. I was cracking on him like a, like a motherfucker. I was like, bro, I was like, that's why he be dating Shailene Woodley. She be looking like she 12, and so he had to lean into that. And so he got to look like he's 57 and a pervo. I was like, he got, he's just grimy looking, bro. Why you look like that? Say so he don't give a fuck. No he don't more. give a fuck, bro. He don't give a fuck. So, so I made my money. I like, you know. I so, don't give a fuck. Which was crazy because, like I said, like, San Fran didn't lose it. The Packers just took it. I like when we never you have. Yeah. So whenever you have, like, and it was crazy because there was a kid, like, you know, on uh, Snapchat. Yep. Like, he was like. They left too much the time. time. 30 and seconds. And it was seconds. 30 seconds. But, dude, what was crazy about that game, though, too, is, like, I think about how bad the 49ers looked in the first half offensively. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan's great, man. So, at the end of the, you know, they, they have fourth down, and they're down, like, fucking 17 nothing already or 14 nothing, mm-hmm. And, uh. They dial up a play. Trey Lance comes in. Trent Williams fucking annihilates a defensive defensive back. Just rude what he does to that guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he does that shit, and it's fucking hilarious. And, uh, you know, then you have, uh, you know, you have Trey Lance scamper in. But then in the second half, they're able to make adjustments and, you know, uh, Kittle got more and more and more involved, and uh, check got involved because the Packers kind of keyed in on Debo Samuel. Yeah. So they had to throw to Brandon Ayuk a little bit more than they had been, and Kittle, and you know, so it was it was really interesting to see that kind of go down the way that it did. Um, so I was I was pretty impressed with uh, the way that uh, you know they were able to adjust. And, you know, the Packers, obviously, are the fucking Packers. They kept piling it on. But then Jimmy Garoppolo led a drive to fucking win them that game. And he scored the touchdown. Yeah, like the, pa- the Packers took it, man. Like, they, they stole it at the end. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers just does what he does late. And, you know, had a big play to Devontae Adams. Then had another big play to Devontae Adams. And then they were able to get in the field goal range. And, you know, he was able to fucking Crosby. Crosby, a guy who's not really known for having the strongest leg in the fucking world, you know, was able to, uh, you know, make a couple 50-yarders in that game. The second one was the most important one because it won it for him. So, it was a good game. Speaking of kickers, before we get into the Monday night game, I like to shout out to Justin Tucker. Jesus Christ. Biggest dick on the planet. Hall of Fame kicker. Hall of Fame kicker. Already. Yes. 
Yeah, already. I like, dude. I like this guy's been so impressive. Greatest kicker all time. This dude is challenging Adam Vinatieri for the greatest kicker. He's all the greatest time. kicker all time. Fuck that. I don't fucking care. Adam Vinatieri might be the most clutch kicker of all time, but the only reason he even has that perception is because he got to win a couple of Super Bowls. Give Justin Tucker the opportunity to go win a couple of Super Bowls. I bet he does yeah. it. I bet he fucking does it. I bet dude does it. He don't miss. He made a sixty-six fucking yarder to make it a, to win a game. Dude, like, fucking crazy. He said the dude practices sixty yarders just for fun. Yeah, that's like that's what he does. He's a lunatic. I love him. I like you it's know, awesome. Like Shannon Sharp said, like you know, I like I heard about him practicing sixty yarders. You know, what I'm saying that's just regular. But you know, but this hit sixty-six yards because six yards makes a big difference. You know what I'm saying? And with everything on the line, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Jesus, I like. It's about time people put some respect on that guy's name because he's been, he's probably been probably the best kicker for like the last six years. Absolutely, uh, but yeah, uh, but but uh, but underratedly, like you know what I'm saying, he probably been one of the best kickers for the last six years. Yeah, he's he's unreal. Um, uh, yeah, he he's ridiculous. Yeah, was he on that Raven squad that be? Uh, I think he was on that Raven squad. You talking about the last Ravens yeah, Super Bowl? Yeah, last Ravens Super Bowl. He might have been. I think he was on that. I, team. I don't know. I don't know. He might have already been in the league at that point. I don't know if he was. Yeah, though. I think he was on that team. Yeah, I mean, he's been kicking a while, man. I don't, man. You know, that guy might have the most secure job in the NFL. Yeah. You know, because fucking he, he don't say so he ain't going nowhere. The, I say the only time, the only time he misses one of the few kicks I've ever seen him miss. Was it was right down the middle, and then at the last second, the ball just pushed like eight yards to the yeah. right. And I remember he was looking at it like, "Huh, that's weird." And like yeah, fucking right. like, and I remember everyone was like, "Yeah, that kick was online." What the fuck happened there? I haven't seen a kicker that had more job security since Sebastian Janikowski. Sebastian Janikowski and Adam Vinatieri, probably the two guys and, and, with the most job security, and Morton Anderson. Yeah. So like I said, man, he's a he's an all time great and probably Ray guy. Yeah, but he was a punter. I but think. yeah, Ray guy was a punter. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, dude. So uh, moving moving on from that. So we we had the Monday night game, uh, which uh, you know it ended up being less competitive than I wanted it to be. But uh, I like, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I like just for the mere fact that the Eagles are bad. I like Eagle fans. Yeah. I like in the Eagles brass. You will probably never listen to this because we're a bunch of nobodies. You know what I'm saying? And we can respect that. But if there's somebody that happens, like you know, what I'm saying to see this, Jalen Hurts is not the problem. Hell no, Jalen Hurts man. I like, I like, and you guys are gonna sit here and be like, we don't know if he's gonna be the quarterback of the future. <laughs> Fuck out of here. That he made a throw. Where he rolled from left hash to right sideline, and it was a touchdown. It was a fucking dime. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Like, God, it was such a good throw, dude. Such a good fucking throw, man. Yeah, I, was like, I don't know what you guys are like, you know, are thinking about because this team is not good. Granted, you guys had a lot of injuries, but even with the injuries wasn't that good so how can we properly evaluate Jalen Hurts whenever he doesn't have you guys didn't even have the weapon uh, have what it what you needed for Carson Wentz and you got the nerve to like the judge this kid to like you know to be like oh no if he's gonna be the future I like I like did he make some bad throws out there yeah but he's in year two that's that's supposed to happen but I've seen a lot more good out there than I did bad right most certainly the Cowboys were just better better than the Eagles they were at they were at home. It was Monday night. Jerry World, 
I like we knew they were about to catch that word. Brandon Graham's out. I like you know, but we we knew what what was gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Darius Slay had to uh, guard Amari Cooper, which you know what I'm saying he did an all right job because CD because CD Lamb and like the tight end had to eat, but you know he did his job because Amari Cooper. You didn't see him a whole lot that game, and that's all you would really want. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But they really got they really got killed by the uh, by that tight end. I don't, I think his name was like Shoals or something. Might be, I'm not sure. Like, and you know, CD Lamb like had a couple of big catches, and Zeke they were able to uh, control the line of scrimmage with Zeke. Like, you know, Zeke had a few big plays. So that's just what it is. Like, you know, th- they're not they're not a talented football team, right? No, like not at this point either way. Especially with the with the injuries that they had, like you know, to key guys like Graham and all that stuff. Then you know, like there's only so much you can really you know account for especially for Jalen Hurts being in year two I just feel like you know they're kind of doing disservice you know they're 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 giving him an unfair evaluation because they're going to try to look to move on from him after the season I think it's incredibly stupid just for the mere fact you had two good you you had two quarterbacks one is gone and who's to say that you know the next quarterback you get will probably be even better than Jalen Hurts? Yeah, like exactly. it's, it's always it's always. I, it's listen, always I, really I, like, I will say this: I think Jalen Hurts will win this starting job this year. Like, like in people's minds, like I said, because he just he, he's looked great the first two weeks. Um, he's looked like he threw he threw a bad pick in this game, and he got a route jumped on him that was a pick six. Yeah. But, he made, he still made some throws in that game that were like improbable. Yeah, you know, so you know, like I said, Dak Prescott just came out and like stepped on their fucking necks in the first half. And, and I gotta give Dak his props. Like, I look, guys, I know people hate the fucking Cowboys, but it's not a reason to hate Dak Prescott. People, I'm tired of people always saying he's overrated or he's not this and he's not that. That motherfucker's good. Dak Prescott is good. Yeah, I like because because the narrative like you know before was oh he couldn't do nothing he ain't all that good he got Zeke in that offensive line I like like, that offensive line isn't as good as it used to be I like and Dak Prescott wasn't there last year and I didn't see Zeke eat yeah at all so like so I'm trying to figure out what's the narrative that you know you guys and granted like so we're not cowboy apologists but we are real and we try to tell you guys what's real. Dak Prescott, you know what I'm saying, is a top 15 quarterback. Right. Dude is elite. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if, if you don't want to see that, like, you know what I'm saying? He, like, you know, if you don't want to see the numbers or you don't want to see it with the, eye ch- uh, with the eye check, then I don't know what to tell you. You just don't want to believe it. It just makes you a non-believer. doesn't mean that it's not true. It just means you're a non-believer. Right. At all. You know, the dude, dude was... Uh, 13 for 16 in the first half. Granted, like you know, what I'm saying it was against the Eagles defense that had some injuries. But if he hadn't have done that, people would still be killing him. So you got to pick, like you know, what I'm saying what you want. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying you just can't jump on one thing to have it fit your narrative. I agree. I agree 100. You know, what I'm saying I've always been a like you know a big Dak Prescott fan. And I tell people all the time, if Dak Prescott was doing this and he was playing for the Minnesota Vikings, people would love him. Well, people don't love anything the Vikings do. We we a stepchild of the NFL. Don't nobody give a shit about us, bro. But uh, but yeah, I would just use that as all. No, no, he I, he, yeah. he would be he would have more. He would be regarded more. But, yeah, he yeah, I agree with you. 
Like, I, people are critical of him because he plays for the Cowboys, and people don't like the Cowboys. I like it. Like, people had the nerve to sit here and say, get mad at Amari Cooper. They were like, because he say, like, he's a top five receiver. I like, where's the, f- somebody, a person at my job was sitting here telling me, I'm like, dude, he had the nerve to say he was all like, you know, a top receiver in the game. Like, where's the fucking lie? Why shouldn't he feel like Why that? Why shouldn't he feel that way? He was like, but yeah, all like, oh, these, like, DeAndre Hopkins is better. I'm like, yeah, but, like, of course. But, like, you know what I'm saying? They, like, there are, do I think he's the best receiver? In the league, no, but he's a top five receiver. He's by far the best route. I think. In the I think at the worst, you could say he's a top ten receiver. And yeah, I think. At, at, yeah, yeah, I think 10. at absolute worst, he is a top ten receiver. I do not see ten receivers being better than him. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, because you have you have Nuke. You have you know freaking. You know, you have Devontae Adams. You got Mike Evans. Yeah, you know, which I don't even know if Mike Evans is a top 10. I don't know if I believe that necessarily. Yeah. Uh, fucking Michael Thomas is petulant ass. Isn't even going to play this year probably because yeah. he waited 812 years to get foot surgery like a like a punk ass. Um, you know, you got dudes like Justin Jefferson yeah. uh, running around that are like really young. Stephon Diggs. Like, you know, when you start getting into that kind of guy, like Tyreek Kill, you know, that, like, after you kind of clear that tier, then, like, Amari Cooper's probably right there with right all those there. guys, you know? So, it's kind of... I like, I don't even think OBJ's better than Amari Cooper. No, I don't either. I don't think he's better than him at all. So, you know, it is... It is what it is, man. Amari Cooper's great, and Dak Prescott's great, and the Cowboys are 2-1. and one. So, I fucking like, deal you know, with it. He said deal with it. I like, you know what I'm saying? I like, and they could possibly... And the thing is, like, the one loss they had was against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and that game was a shootout. Yeah, exactly. They could have won. But the thing that uh, uh, impressed me the most is, that, like, this Dallas defense, I like, you know, on paper isn't great, but they're getting takeaways. Yeah. I think they got about two takeaways in this game. They yeah, got, they did. Like in like the last three games, I would say they got like nine takeaways because they got four against New England. I think they got two in week two, and I think they got two tonight. Yeah, yeah, they picked off they picked off Herbert twice, you know. But yeah, I mean, like you said, they're not very good, but they get takeaways, and like, you can kind of cover up that you're not good. And the mere by fact, doing that. and the mere fact, like you know, what I'm saying the the Chargers is a good football team. Oh yeah, like the Chargers. Justin do- Herbert just beat the fucking Chiefs. Yeah. The Chargers yeah. is a good football team, like, and they and they hung together and they hung with the Super Bowl champs. Mm-hmm. People might need to be putting respect on Dallas's name. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I I know it's like I know it's early, I know it's early, but like I a lot of people didn't even have them picking the, uh, like you know winning the division this year, which I thought was kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I like y'all need to y'all need to watch out for that. Y'all yeah. need to watch out for that. Uh, is there anything else you want to add to that? Nah, I think about does it. That about does it. I like you know coming up next. I like is our thug life moment of the week, and you know what I'm saying we're going to get into the Padres, who everybody thought like could be the world win the World Series, can't even compete for a World Series. Ain't that a damn shame? We'll get into that next on the scoreboard on Anchor. IGG he fly as they describe him Why son blow up so high They criticize him besides run Probably call Russell they try to lie son Nah son I fight for the prize I got my eyes on Mine's on being a part of the new horizon AT&T deals done next is Verizon Blow more wiser than rhymes by womanizers Philip Lim blazer parties with Mike Kaiser Snapbacks and Jordans ain't that important When you headlining the Essence Festival in New Orleans Super dome feeling super grown but 
super long Yeah, you know the song, sometimes I get my cupid on Don't confuse the tune with Jeremiah Like I won't spit by and ruin your whole high I say that to inspire the questions that you inquire Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Arm swinging, knees bending, head bobbing to no particular rhythm. You're either dancing or you have fleas. Call me a doctor. As soon as you hit the dance floor, the taunts begin. Is that all you got, Clea? Unfortunately, yes, that's all you got. Hold it on now. Who's in the house? Some guy who can't dance. That's who's in the house. You're a star. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Happy Feet, because you really put the oogie in boogie. You are listening to Podomatic Radio. You're listening to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Catch them here every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. Something that has to warm up before you use it, sir. How about your wife? This is a scoreboard thug life moment of the week. Brought to you by nobody. Because we're on a budget. This is the place where douchebag behavior isn't only welcomed, but it's celebrated. Now, here's your host, HBK and the Arcade. What's up, everybody? It's that time. It's a thug life moment of the week. And if you out here doing thug shit, we want to hear from you. So if you out here doing thug life shit... Please, I like you know, send us a, a email or a message or a DM. I'm at hbk underscore illmatic on Twitter. You can hit us up on uh, Facebook at facebook.com/scoreboard808, or you can hit us up on the email scoreboard underscore radio at yahoo.com. So we got some pretty weak ones this week because nobody's doing thug life shit, but that's to be expected. You know, what I'm saying you always can't hit a home run every day. Yeah. Speaking of that, ha! All right, <laughs> yeah, you can go first, Ryan. Cause okay, you said yours is weaker than mine. Yeah, probably. Um. Like, it's funny and all. So, uh, there's a, you know, pretty pretty cool young player for the Marlins, Jazz Chisholm. Mm-hmm. Um, I like him a lot. Uh, so, the other day, uh, you know, he hit a home run against the Nationals. And when he got to the plate, he did, like, a Euro step. Mm-hmm. And, like, touch, touch home plate. <laughs> it was pretty funny. That's not the part that's the real Thug Life moment of the week to me. The Thug Life moment of the week goes to... Uh, the guy, um, he faced him as uh, the next night, Josh Rogers. Yeah, and uh, I know a guy named Josh Rogers. Yeah, Josh Rogers struck him out in the inning, mm-hmm. and when he was getting off the mound, he hit the Euro step on him. <laughs> and so, the reason I say this is my Thug Life moment of the week is one that's funny as hell on both ends. Like, it's funny that Jazz Chisholm did that, it's funny that Josh Rogers did it, but really. It's a big win for baseball seeing stuff like that because, one, baseball is... Very rigid. Ba- baseball is very rigid, and dudes get really butt-mad about stupid shit. You're not allowed to have personality. Yeah, it's nice to see somebody with some personality do some shit. Um, you know, it's ni- nice to see that, one. And, two, it's um, nice to see a dude respond and not be a massive fucking baby. Yeah. 
Like that's really the that's really the thing. Uh so, you know, that makes me feel good about like seeing that. Like yeah. dude, you know, instead of plunking him in the ribs like you yeah. would have seen like 10 years ago about yeah. some shit like that. Nah, dude just made fun of him just as hard. <laughs> so, you love to see it. You love to see it. Like my my uh thug life moment of the week goes to natural light. Natty Light. <laughs> uh, like the fucking frat boy beer. Which is crazy because now, because this is like whenever the NCAA, you know what I'm saying, uh, made it to where people can, uh, kids can uh, get money off their likeness. Yep. I like JJ Reddick said, man, from 2004 to 2006, I would have made a bag off Natty Light endorsement. Sadly, I would have blown it on all, all on Natty Light and Lacoste polos with the pop, collars popped, of course. And natural Natty Light, no quote, tweeted it saying, "It's never too late, JJ." <laughs> 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 that's super funny shout out to JJ Reddick too because he renounced his retirement the other yeah, day yeah he's had a good career he had a great career yeah, well good. he's had a really good career a lot yeah. better than I thought he would have come absolutely. out absolutely so, absolutely so, so shout out to him you know? shout out to him for putting in work too to like yeah, re- be to, to be a better instead of just a catch and shoot coming off a curl screen yeah. coming off two down screens guy like he, he's impressive mm-hmm. you know I have a ton of respect for what JJ Reddick did for sure. So, like, you know, so well, we said we weren't going to spend a whole lot of time on this segment because there's nothing really to say. Like, dude, the Padres, I like, are eliminated from playoff contention. You know what I'm saying? And you, I like, along with a whole lot of other people, and there were some people that were coming at me thinking, me being a Yankee fan, that I would ever be scared of this team. And I was like, I have to see it on the field. You know what I'm saying? And. It didn't really. I don't know what happened, Ryan. You're you're the baseball aficionado. What the hell happened <laughs> to this squad? You, I'll tell you exactly what fucking happened to this squad. It's easy to diagnose. Their starting pitching just died. So they had no starting pitching, and they had kind of suspect relievers too. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Why, they, were they pitches hurt? Yeah, a bunch of them. Yeah. Were, okay, so you had so you had a lot of weird shit. Okay, so they traded for Mike Clevenger. Okay, we have not seen him because he had Tommy John surgery. Yeah, um, that happened in the sh- strike sh- or the COVID shortened season. He has not been able to um, see the mound. He will be back next year. So there you go. You that that's one guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, another guy that's had injury problems for them that kind of uh, slated into their rotation was a guy named Chris Paddock. Chris Paddock was one of their upper-tier pitching prospects, and he got hurt, and he's really never been right to the point where they've had to designate him for assignment a few times. Mm-hmm. So um, that's been pretty problematic um, for sure for them, and you you hate to see that. Like, you have a guy, uh, you know, that's that good that isn't really able to be healthy. You know, you don't like to see shit like that. Um, you have uh, Blake Snell, who has been in and out of the IL. Um, fucking, uh, Former and, Cy Young winner. Yeah, and he hasn't been right since he got to the Padres. He just he hasn't been right at all. And you hate to fucking see it. Hate to see it, man. You know, you hate to see that shit. Um fucking uh you know 
You have uh, Joe Musgrove, who's still pretty good. You know, uh, they had to go sign Jake Arrieta, and he's been terrible this year. Like the Cubs let him go. Mm-hmm. You know, so freaking, um, you know, fucking you Darvish has been uh, hurt. You know, he's had some back tightness. Paddock's had an oblique strain in addition to, like, the injuries that kind of fucked him up. Um, so, you know, Denilson Lamette, you know, freaking, uh, you know, he had, uh, he had some elbow issues and they tried to fucking, yeah, he's one of their top prospects and he's been really good for them, good young pitcher. Um, but, you know, he's supposed to show back up in April, you know, freaking, you know, he had lingering issues in his forearm elbow. He's only had about 34 innings pitched or mm-hmm. something like that. So, um, uh, they had a guy named Adrian Morehan who had Tommy John, you know, freaking, uh, they had a couple of fill-ins guys, uh, Michael Baez and Jacob Nix. They both had Tommy John, you know, so, uh, that's an ass load of injuries. You just yeah, said. dude. And, uh, so, their top pitching prospect is a guy named Mackenzie Gore. He's had terrible, terrible mechanical issues. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so, it's just been one thing after another. Yeah. That right there is really and truly the biggest reason and um, behind it. Now, there have also been some tensions in the clubhouse because they're frustrated with them underperforming. Um, like Machado, Machado blew up at fucking uh, Tatis yeah. in the dugout because Tatis wanted to argue balls and strikes, and their manager got tossed, and then they got to the dugout, and fucking Machado flipped his shit at Tatis. Like, dude, that's selfish. It's not we, about you. It's not about you. We need you. The team needs you out there, bro. And, like, and to me, I love Fernando Tatis. I, I felt like that was scathing. I like Just for the mere fact, like, you know, well, Manny Machado's not a dick, but like Manny Machado's always kind of had like that 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 reputation that you know what I'm saying like he's a showboat, he's kind of like yeah, somewhat of a me yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 Demi- he's, and he's not really a big um, he's not really a big um, he he's often perceived as like not being a team guy. Yeah. And, you know, people kind of are like, yeah, man, he's kind of, he's selfish himself. Yeah. So it was interesting kind of seeing that for sure. Yeah, like for him, like, you know, that guy to put you, to me, that's more scathing. The mere fact that that guy. Yeah, the dude that's notorious for not hustling to first. Yeah. Is like, the one freaking you, out at you. Yeah, at you. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Because I, whenever I saw like, that can't be man. I like, it was man. I like, holy shit. I like, come on, Tatis. Yeah, exactly. So, like I said, but he is a young player, and like, hopefully, he will. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, like you know, like, and I, I was telling, I was telling somebody, I got like a question about this. We had got like a question about this. Somebody was asking me about this. Like, I want to say, like a couple of months ago. Uh-huh. Like, you know, like, was I scared of like, you know, because they were obviously he was a Padre fan, and what I and what I'd be scared, of, am I be scared of him? I like, what's there to be scared of? I had to see it on paper. Mm-hmm. On and paper, you guys are amazing. I'd yeah, have to see but, it on the yeah, field. Yeah, and and the but the biggest thing that happened was fucking injuries derailed their fucking rotation. Yeah, and here we are. Here we are. They're, they're underachieving like shit because they really only have Blake Snell, 
uh, Chris Paddock and Joe Musgrove making starts for them consistently. Blake Snell has underachieved like shit this season when he's not been hurt. Um, really, the most consistent starter for them this season has been Joe Musgrove. Yeah. Really. And, you know, not to disrespect Joe Musgrove, like, I'm not trying to call him, like, dog shit or something, but he, you, if that's your most consistent, successful guy, you're kind of in trouble. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because he's, like, a, no, he's a really good number two or three starter, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, he threw a no-hitter this year, but, like, you know, he shouldn't be, he should not be that kind of guy for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's just, there's no reason for that. Not at all. So no reason at that. No reason for that. Like, like I was saying, you know, but here's the good thing, uh, Padre fans. It seems like all those guys are coming back. Yeah. You, the Padres are going to be fine. They guys are going to be fine. They're I'm just, like, they're just not in the playoffs this year. And that's fucking okay. And, and really that, that's probably the best thing for you guys. Just for the mere fact you guys had, had all this hype. You guys can be under the radar next year. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. And to be honest, that's where you kind of want to be. Uh huh. I think everybody, kind uh, everybody in that clubhouse kind of bought into the hype. And like in the expectations, now those expectations kind of won't be on you guys because the, they're the Padres. I like, you know, nobody's expecting you guys to do shit year in and year out. But people were excited because of the, you have one of the most exciting players in baseball and like, you know, all the uh, moves you make. Yeah. It makes sense. I like, but you know, there's nothing to be, nothing to be worried about. And I totally fully expect you guys to be here next year. Well, not being a mix next year. But the good thing is, you know, saying we don't have to cover you guys in the preseason preview next year. So, I'm always happy about that. So coming up next, I like your questions are in, and like we're gonna uh, answer them. You guys keep a lock on the scoreboard on Anchor. Crazy, right? That's a tattoo, though. You want to get that? Hulu has live sports. Really? Yeah, it's in my contract. It's in the contract. Can we at least change the font? If you want to be sued. Well, what if it's coming out of a dragon's mouth? Well, exactly. No dragons, no mouths. None of that. We could do like a tough dolphin splashing yeah, like, out. How large? Uh, yeah. Oh. And how much are they paying you? Get that money. Hulu has live sports. Get that What's up, guys? You've been listening to The Scoreboard. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash scoreboard 808. And you can also follow HBK and the Arcade on Twitter at DXHeartbreakKid in Arcade. And remember, you can catch us every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. It's already 110 in the summer. And if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey guys, it's mail time. 
This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. We usually expect questions like these. Tell me about Spider-Man. Why wasn't Thor in that one? Do you guys think that if MJ hadn't died, he would still be alive today? And these. What the fuck do a mermaid got to do with coffee any motherfucking way? And for the love of God, you spell check. Take it away, fellas. Appreciate it, bro. It's that time. It's mail time. My favorite sh- part of the show. I'm pretty sure it's the arcade's favorite part of the show, too, where we get the chop it up with you guys you guys will send us your questions you know what I'm saying we're always glad to answer them well like the ones that we can you know what I'm yeah. saying because we get we do get quite a few questions we only got like two because we need to get the fuck up out of here uh the first one comes from perry from denver said yo fellas huge nuggets fan here we just gave porter an extension does that mean that jamal's Mur- that does that mean that jamal murray's time here is coming to an end well i mean i definitely think that that means they made a choice um between because i mean it looked like they're they had to make a choice between michael porter and jamal murray probably and it looks like they made their choice well um i kind of figured it was the end just for the mere fact like aaron gordon got an extension and porter got an extension that that's that's two things right i like you know what I'm saying going against you can't, yeah you can't sign everybody bro you can't sign everybody in the mid but i tell you if jamal murray hadn't got hurt michael porter would have still probably got the extension i don't think aaron gordon gets the extension no no i i agree with that i don't think aaron gordon gets the extension i think they probably would have let him walk and they probably would have kept paul Millsap for the cheap but since he got hurt, I like you know they kind of made it easier for them to sign Aaron Gordon, and and I love Jamal Murray. I like he, he's Arcade, a lot of fun. He's a lot of fun. He's a great player, great shooter. But the thing is, like you can find another one of those. Mm-hmm. And hell, like you know, we I mean, t- he looks like a star in the making for yeah. sure. And you know, he's been electric in the postseason. Yeah. But you know, Michael Porter Jr. just has gotten better and better every fucking year. Yeah, and, and like, and he plays a three. Yeah, which is probably the hardest position to fill in the yes. league. Yes. So if is. you so if you get a semi decent one, you gotta hold on to it. Right. Got to. You can always find a one, and you can always find a two. But at three, well, I remember Ryan was talking about that's usually one of the hardest positions to it fill. It is. It is because I mean. You, you have to be a rare combination of big and athletic and, and speed and skillful and speed and be long. Yeah, it's like you got to be a really unique combination. You know, I I think that you know in my life one of the first really differently built kind of three guards was Tayshawn Prince. You know, Scottie Pippen too. Yeah, Scottie Pippen was real different too. Grant Hill. Grant Hill was another one. Like, you know, but there weren't a lot of those dudes. Yeah. As its time has gone, as dudes are getting bigger and stronger and faster, you're seeing more of these guys, Mm -hmm. but there's still a rarity. Yeah. Like, you know, there's not a whole lot of those kinds of dudes in the league. Yeah. You know. Sean Marion was another one. Yeah, Sean Marion was kind of like that, too. Um, The Matrix. People tend to forget how great the Matrix was. Yeah, he was. He was was phenomenal. Yeah. But, uh, so like I said... It, but yeah, like in like you know, so you've been watching basketball for a long time, so was I. It was only only named like you know what I'm saying like maybe like six people. Yeah, that that like were in that early era of it, and like now there's more than there's ever been. You know, you have well, your, we had Latrell Sprewell too. Yeah, but he was more of a two, but he played the three. Yeah, and he was because, a, and he was a fuckhead. Yeah, so. like and he was, but he could jump out the gym. He was a fuckhead, but dude could play basketball. But like I said, like I was saying, like you know. If I had to choose, I would think your team made the right choice. I like Probably, secure yeah. the three, 
I like, you know, you can get another one or a two guard that does what Jamal Murray does. Not to say that they can beat Jamal Murray, but his skill set, you know, say at the one and two uh, guard positions, you can find so, that. So, so the thing is, this has become a point. It, it has become a point guard league, and it has become a three guard league. Yeah. It's still harder to find a wing than it is to find a point guard. Yeah. Because elite point guards come out almost every, every year. Yeah. You can almost trip and stumble into a good point guard mm-hmm. prospect. I mean, hell, Jamal Murray wasn't exactly on anybody's radar. Yeah. You know, that's kind of, you know, my biggest thing is, like, it probably would be easier to replace Jamal Murray than it would to be to replace Michael Porter. Yeah, most definitely. So, I think that that's what made that decision. I like, and the mere fact, if you want to trade him, like, you know, say Philly needs a guard. Yeah, exactly. They absolutely do. Philly needs a guard. And like. and Denver needs more dudes that play defense. And that and that can distribute to those guys that yeah. said need ball. So there you go. That might like, be a good that, fit. That might ben be Simmons. a good fit. I like I don't know if your brass is gonna do that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Daryl Morey's gonna do it. But yeah. I like it's something to look at. But I, I think his time is coming to an end. But you know what I'm saying, as much as I love Jamal Murray, you know what I'm saying, like I like if, if he like I said like if Aaron like if he hadn't got hurt and Aaron Gordon doesn't get extended so the mere fact that he's coming from an ACL made their they made their decision easier because the best availability best ability is availability absolutely you know what I'm saying if you're not available then you're not reliable so I like it's just the way it is I like it's just unfortunate for him but you know what I'm saying like I feel like your organization made the right move. Mm-hmm. So, last question comes from Blake from Pittsburgh. He was like, yo, what's up, guys? So, the Chiefs dropped two games in a row. I like, you know, like, is it is it, is it time to be uh, to be concerned or, or not? Nah. nah, I don't think so. Here's the thing. Do they look more vulnerable than they have in years past? Absolutely. Yeah. Last year, they looked nigh unbeatable. Uh, fucking, they don't look like that now. And that's fine, though, because the thing is, when you have all those weapons and Patrick Mahomes, uh, I think... Travis Kelsey. Yeah, you have Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Clyde edwards Lair hasn't really been what, you know, he could, could be. have been. Uh, you know, they don't really have, like, an elite running back anymore mm-hmm. uh, like they had in Kareem Hunt. Uh, you know... Fucking, uh, they're kind of in a weird situation where their defense has slowly degraded to a point of ridiculousness. But their defense was never really good. No, it wasn't. I mean, they have Chris Clark, and that's what they have. Yeah, and Tyron Matthew. Yeah, they have Chris Clark, and they have Tyron Matthew, and the rest of it's just, what the fuck? Yeah, who, what the hell? Yeah, so, and that's kind of how they have, that's kind of where they're at still. And the mere fact, like, you know, they've had a four-year run. I like... They've had a four-year run, so, like, my thing is it's about time to start, like, you know, rebuilding that and, like, and focus on that defense because Patrick Mahomes got paid half a billion dollars. Yeah. So, <laughs> that means you got to sacrifice some things. Right. And that means you got to start getting talent in the draft or you got to be start hitting on, well, like, you know, free agents that nobody had wanted or getting, like, you know what I'm saying, older guys who may still have a year or two left in the tank. Right. At this point, this is what the Chiefs have to do. Right, yeah. And the thing is, at least it's an attractive free agent destination. Because you do have Patrick Mahomes. You have Patrick Mahomes. And I think every receiver in the league would drool at the mouth to play with him. You know? Or offensive lineman. Yeah, exactly. Like, everybody on offense would love to play with him. Mm -hmm. You know? And I think you'll be able to track top flight defenders, too. Because, like, damn, I go play with Patrick, maybe get the ship. 
So luckily they'll be able to attract free agents. Yeah, like, yeah, it's an attractive free agent spot as long as he's there. So not all is lost, but you know they're more vulnerable. At like you know, but then again, like I say, they they've had a four year run. It's about time, like you know, what I'm saying yeah. like you know. It kind of dips a little bit to where like they can start rebuilding this roster. Fun again. fact: they are the bottom in the division. Fun fact: they yeah. are one and two. Every other team, yeah, yeah, the Raiders in Denver who are three and zero, oh, and the Chargers are two and one, and dude, they are I, one and two. I like do low key. That's probably one of the hardest divisions in it football is. that oh. nobody talks about. Yeah, it absolutely is because because people have such regard for KC, they don't even they don't mm. even talk about those other teams. But yeah, but this division is legit. Yeah, the AFC West is fucking tough, man. Because you have the Raiders who they aren't exactly a pushover. You know, they might be overachieving right now. We don't know because they did the same thing last year. They got to a pretty hot start, and then they kind of fell off a cliff. Um, You know, then you have Denver, who has a top-five defense in the NFL, and they have Teddy Teddy Bridgewater's playing mad. This year, and I like he doesn't he doesn't turn the ball over. No, so like Justin Herbert's a rising star who they got beat by like Sunday. So like that was a huge loss. Yeah, you know, so just like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say like you know put the panic button on yet. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, mm-hmm. like it's still an early season. You still got the best quarterback in football. Like anything could happen. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll like if everybody continues to play the way that they do. Mm-hmm. Like three teams probably might get out, get out of, the, uh, go to the playoffs in this division. Oh yeah, like it's 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 very possible. It's oh, yeah. very possible. Like you know what I'm saying. So I wouldn't say all is lost yet, but like it's a it's a surprising one and two start. But hey, I like yeah. Your defense, like they I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're a Chiefs fan or not, but the Chiefs defense isn't good. Hasn't been good for a while. That's why Tom Brady was able to torch them in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, and also they didn't have no offensive line, which they fixed their offensive line. It's just that their, their defense can't score nobody. And whenever yeah. and that and that's usually that's going to be their problem. Whenever they're with another top flight offense, which the Chargers are. They're going to be in shootouts. Yes, exactly. I mean, and you can lose a shootout. Like, you very... I mean, the thing is, both their losses are against quality opponents. The Ravens are probably going to be a borderline playoff team or Mm -hmm. a playoff team. And you have the Chargers, who have done a good job of building around a rookie quarterback. And, you know, he's set up to be pretty... Lit. Yeah, he's set up to be pretty lit for a while. And you have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams... Austin Eckler. Yeah, they have they have some pretty decent weapons. Like mm-hmm. I, I like what the Chargers have going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they should be really good on offense all year. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, their defense isn't fucking bad. You know, Derwin James is pretty fucking good when he plays. When he plays, fucking Joey Bose is good. Yeah. So you know, they're, they're not they ain't, they ain't exactly doo doo over here. Yeah, they they ain't exactly pushovers. But if I'm a Chiefs fan, I like you know I would wait till about week eight, then see where you're at week uh, week eight or nine because there's 17 games I like yeah. you know this season. Then you can probably push a panic button. But it's too early in the season. They have deserved the right to have enough cachet to be like you shouldn't panic right now. Right. And I'm not panicking, so like you shouldn't either. So that's gonna be the end of our show. Um, AEWs this week. There was a paper uh, WWE pay per view uh, Sunday. There's NFL football uh, going on. MLB postseason is going to be starting very soon. Yeah, the regular season's wrapping up. We got some division races coming to a head. Yeah. Uh, the AL East being one primarily, the NL East being another. Um, a lot of the rest of the playoff pictures kind of set. Like 
The NL West has a champion decided. Uh, I don't know if the AL West is decided. I think the... Um, I'm not sure if the uh, Astros have locked up the division for sure. I haven't checked. But uh, you have a couple teams that were kind of lurking. Yeah. Um, again, the ALS wildcard. The AL wildcard picture is pretty interesting, though, because you have multiple teams from the AL East kind of lurking. Uh, the Rays, I think, won the division. But yeah, the Rays you, won the division. But then you have three teams. You have the Yankees and the Red Sox and, and the, the fucking Blue Jays. And the Blue Jays. Like, all those teams are competing with each other. And. There's a couple of really big series. I know the Yankees, I don't really love their chances going down the stretch, even though they're they're up on the Red Sox right now yeah. because their last two opponents are the Blue Jays and the and the Rays. And they are seven and nine against the Blue Jays this season. Mm-hmm. And they have been dog fuck against the, the Rays. Rays for the last five seasons. Yeah. You know. I think the Rays could fucking march out fucking people in wheelchairs. Yeah. And the fucking Yankees would lose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Ella and John Carlos Stanton and some and somebody else is hurt, so I don't really like their chances either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so I, don't, I don't really like their chances either. So. But so like I said, you have an interesting race down the AL West, uh, the fucking NL, I mean, the AL East, uh, the NL East is probably going to come down to this fucking series that starts tomorrow with the Braves and Phillies. Mm-hmm. The Braves are up two and a half on them. They have this series against the Phillies, and they have the series against the Mets. Um, the Phillies, I can't remember who they close out with after their series with the Braves. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I can't remember. But, uh, so like I said, this division might be decided by this three-game series mm-hmm. uh, against the Braves and Phillies. So... You know, again, it's just interesting seeing how the whole thing's shaping up. Wild cards looking like it's probably going to be the Dodgers and the Cardinals, mm-hmm. probably. You know, so um, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Fucking will luck beat money? So you know, <laughs> that'll be fun to see. So yeah, yeah. So like I said, like we'll be back next week. I like you also. Like NBA training camp is starting soon. Oh yeah, yeah. People are reporting. I want to say tomorrow, something like that. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, they report the training camp sometime this week because if Ben Simmons doesn't go, he's gonna get fined. Mm-hmm. So like you guys be on the look for that, look out for that. He might get traded. He might not. You know, say obviously I don't care because the six Sixers aren't winning the title anyway because I don't I don't see him you know saying developing a jump shot. So like I said, you guys be awesome you guys be good we'll see you back better never next week peace out later guys